episode of Harmonious World. My name is Hilary Robertson and for this episode I'm joined by singer Ami Opranova. Ami's album Precious Days is out now and you're listening to one of the tracks from that, Ruchenitsa Style. Precious Days shows Amy's skill as a lyricist, writer and arranger and she's also written alongside her longtime collaborator, guitarist Danielle Clufreda. I hope you enjoy listening to my conversation with Amy. Welcome to Harmonious World. You graduated from Guildhall, is that right? Yes, I did. I did my postgraduate there. I did an undergraduate degree at Birmingham Conservatoire, um, and it was actually a classical violin degree in composition. Uh, and then I decided to do a master's in jazz vocals at Guildhall. Wow. Yeah. And um, Guildhall's got a got a strong history, hasn't it, of turning out sort of jazz musicians. There's a lot who yes. went there. Definitely, and especially jazz singers. I think it's very, very strong in jazz singers. I did have to, I I, I kind of applied to a couple of places um, and I was picking between, uh, pretty much between Trinity and Guildhall, um, but it was just the selection of teachers that were there were incredible at the time. Um, And I actually arrived at the year that Malcolm Edmondson took over the the, the department. So it was kind of a trial year, which was very cool, Um, but we also got to, the study with almost everybody on on the course, which I don't think happens still. But um, yeah, it was it was a good year. It was a really good year. That's brilliant. You wrote this album. You can hear the the influences from across Europe, really. <laughs> yes, I mean we we did co-write out. I'd say three of the tracks are co-written on it. Um, and it it this album has been in the process of writing and recording for about a year and a half. Um, because the first time we went in the studio, I went in with my band, Coco and the Fellas, and that was very much gypsy swing orientated. Um, it was the first time we'd ever written songs for each other. Um, and then through the process of the year, we actually decided not to carry on the album as the band, but to carry it as, as my, my own project. And that's when I thought, you know what, I'd really like to have a chance now, because it was the third album I'd recorded. I really like to have the chance to do whatever I want, <laughs> as in anything that has been experienced for me musically, I just wanted to include it. And that's why it's such a mix of songs. There's Bulgarian things, blues things, gospel things, you know, every single style I've actually studied, maybe except classical, <laughs> is, <laughs> is in the album. And it was really the art of the producer who managed to make it all sound like one album. Um, we were, I mean, we were throwing at him all sorts of different tunes. Um, and the other beauty I think about 
the tunes is that we wrote a lot of them in the studio um i mean i would you know get the guys to try something uh get a guest musician and just work with them so so the musicians really made the compositions i just kind of threw the ideas out there and the melodies and the harmonies um and even the arrangements but it was really shaped up in the process it wasn't ready to go record you know out it wasn't one of those <laughs> no, that's interesting but you say there's nothing classical, but actually sometimes the harmonies are very, very tight and very classical. <laughs> Even if but, the yeah. delivery is the delivery is folk or jazz, but the you know that you can see that there is a real uh, classical art, classical oh, ear press. Thank you. I mean, I'm really happy you've enjoyed the album as well. Um, and you know the the outcome that's coming, everybody's like hearing different things in it, which I love as well. Um, and to say, you know, I'm, I'm glad that you're saying this about the harmony, because I think throughout my teenage years, I, I grew up here in Bulgaria, and harmony is like the main thing, if you go to a music school, like I did, harmony is the main thing everybody has to do. And you'd start learning figured bass and all of that at age 12. And to be honest, doing Bach chorales was like my favorite exercise <laughs> and I'd just do it on the bus um, and going to this album as a singer I wanted to make sure that I know the harmony in and out that you know even though I'm not playing an instrument which I chose not to do um, I would know harmonically exactly where I am and exactly what the tunes are um, are about so yeah I'd say <laughs> the influences are classical as well on one side yeah definitely Talk me through some of the tracks and some of the uh, some of the way you wrote them and 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 where they come from, where the ideas come from, because it feels like there's stories behind some of them. <laughs> I think there's a story behind every single one, to be honest. Um, and I've just been posting. I've got one more post to do because the album's tomorrow, as you know. And I've yeah. been telling those stories with little clips um, online uh, for people, just kind of like a teaser. And when we do live shows, I I always try to include as much as the stories as possible because all the tracks really do come out of very personal experiences um so actually the first uh four tracks were written as i said with coco and the fellas um and although they're mixed up if you look at the album every album's like a different musician because they're completely mixed up from what we the, the process we recorded it in um but yes it starts with precious days which is actually the first track I wrote um, from the whole album a long time ago, um, well, fully wrote. And that track um, was a very funny story how it started. I mean, sometimes as a composer, you've got a process of sitting down on the piano, you know, or your instrument doing the thing, as we call artists. But then most of the tunes I write, I either have a lyric or some words that come to mind or a little groove or a melody. And this particular one, Precious Days, was written in the car while I was sitting to wait um, in a traffic jam. And I was so annoyed. I was thinking I've had a rough day. I do not want to be in this traffic jam. You know, I only want to get home and have my cup of tea. Um, and then, And then suddenly I felt like a little voice said, why are you being annoyed? You've got free time on your hands. You know, stop complaining. So I thought, yes, I mean, instead of complaining, maybe I can do something good with the time I'm, you know, I'm I'm waiting. So I did just basically feel like writing a song. And sometimes of these tunes, I feel like the groove of something comes. And yeah, while I was in the car, I was just going, don't just waste precious days. You know, repeating a yeah. couple of times. That's literally how the, the tune was born. And that one was heavily arranged with, with the fellas. Um, 
especially the middle the middle section um as well as the little story about recording the video is that if you've seen the video on youtube it was recorded in Povdiv. we decided to do a little video for the tune and um it was about 46 degrees celsius we oh. were there at 10 a.m and it got worse and worse and worse so you see it's a very sunny video just like the song um but yeah just know that song was written literally out of frustration and trying to kind of send the message to everybody else saying you know don't waste your days and even if we're in pandemic don't waste your days because you can do anything at any point it just depends on you um which is i guess a message that goes across the whole album i'd say Yes, yes. I think it's interesting that you chose to call it Precious Days after that track, because it that's exactly what it feels like. It feels like a reminder to all of us to make the most of the days that we've got, because every single one of them is precious. Yes, exactly. And I think the first song connects a lot with Something to be Happy About, which is one of the other songs where we had a lot of other musicians guest on it. That song was written, the melody was written by Daniele and I wrote the lyrics and he'd already called it Something to be Happy About. Um, And I thought, you know, that's such another good reminder that every day there'll be something to be happy about. And I'm one of those people that, you know, sometimes as artists, we have up and down days, even as wives and husbands and mums and singles we have up and down days and that's completely normal and sometimes you might feel you know for me mental health is something that everybody really should address but you know sometimes mental health comes from within you so if I wake up and I'm feeling really terrible I'm thinking this is going to be a proper depressed horrible day you know um I actually try to find something to be happy about Try to find something precious about this day. Simple things as drawing a smiley face on an orange in my fruit bowl, you know, and it seems to give you a chance to try and be happy for one little moment. And then it seems like the whole day gets better. Um, And I feel like lots of people are digging into the negativity in their life. Whereas what we, me and Danny and all the musicians and the producer, John, we wanted to just present positivity because we felt people really needed that. And they've needed it before pandemic, not just not just now. Um, so, yeah, a lot of the tunes, the first one, something to be happy about, smiling face. They're all with the initial way of lifting people. So we hope that this album would be I hope that this album would be the one thing they could they could lift them that day. They're feeling a bit down. So brilliant. So now what are the, what are the plans for touring the album or you know going out on the road? Yes, so um I just came back from a tour actually. <laughs> so we did about six gigs with a completely new band. Unfortunately, I couldn't have Daniele because he's in Italy. Um so it's a bit difficult to fly him over. Um but I managed to play with really really great musicians. Um so we had Kaylee Groves, if you know him, Gypsy Swing yes. artist. Um, Chris Eldred was on the piano Nick Pini on bass um, and we actually had the original percussionist from the album Lilia Yoncheva which is she's like famous in my country <laughs> literally. Yeah. Um, so it was a very successful tour and now coming home I have to say I'm so exhausted <laughs> I feel <laughs> like I need a couple of months of a break um, but the main thing tomorrow is a release and then after that um, actually I've come back in a country that is pretty much locked down again so the plan at the moment is to um, do quite a few live events online which I usually go on, on Facebook almost every week just talking to people, singing uh, playing the, the tracks or different tracks that we've recorded so the plan 
the moment is to get to Christmas <laughs> <laughs> yes. and to do as many gigs as possible while in lockdown. Um, of course, I'm a mom as well. I've got a baby that's uh, a year and a year and a half now. Um, so full time gigging was never on the plate for a couple of years. Um, but I've been so grateful that there's been an opportunity to actually do a tour, even though even though I am a mom. And sorry, thanks to my husband and my wonderful family. So um, the plan is to do a second tour another run of gigs uh next year beginning of next year which is being planned now um and then yeah till christmas just getting as much as possible in <laughs> yeah from here <laughs> great great well um we'll i will do everything i can to promote it and help you you know because it's a great thank album and i'd you. love to thank see you live as well so yeah thank brilliant. you yeah yeah fantastic okay well it's really nice to talk to you thank you so much Amy. Yes, you too. And thank you so much for responding to Matt and the team and, and giving me a chance. Yeah, to see you live for real. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, look forward to seeing you live on stage. Thank you. Yeah, I'll let you know there'll be some dates soon released Brilliant. for next year. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> okay. okay, thanks, Emmy. Thank you. Thank you, Hilary. Bye. I hope you enjoyed listening to my conversation with Emmy. She was in Bulgaria at the time. There's a link to her website in the show notes, so please do take a look at her album. What you're listening to now is the track that we talked about briefly, Something to be Happy About. So thank you for joining me once more for Harmonious World. Please do rate and review wherever you get your podcasts. It really does help people to find us. I have lots of great interviews lined up in the coming weeks, so I hope you enjoy listening to them. Please do get in touch. All my links for social media are also in the show notes. And so for now, have a great week. Thank you for listening to the latest episode of Harmonious World. My name is Hilary Seabrook and it's a great delight to bring this series of discussions with musicians and composers and writers and all sorts of people to you. Obviously there's no point in having a podcast if people aren't listening and I'm very grateful to my listeners for doing so. Thanks also to Joe English for composing and performing this new theme tune. So wherever you get your podcast, you can leave a review. You can share this with your friends and family, either as a link or on social media and that sort of thing. I'd be really grateful for that. Don't forget that you can subscribe now. There's a link wherever you get your podcasts. So have a great week. And please remember why I started this, which is just to try and make the world a little more harmonious. Thanks for listening to Harmonious World. Harmonious World.